What's up, everyone? It's Tom, and you're tuned in to the Rise Up podcast. You're either severely lost or severely interested in what this sports podcast has to offer to you. We appreciate you tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Let's go. do we have a lot to talk about today on this episode of the Rise Up Sports Podcast. As I mentioned earlier, I'm your host, Tom. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, We got a lot to talk about today. First, I want to start off by saying, what the heck, Alex Ovechkin? I mean, really, you are the official Draymond Green of the NHL. I mean, what a cheap shot. Uh, Alex Ovechkin absolutely just decided to take his stick and he cup checked Trent Frederick hard tonight. Literally, if you are any kind of man, I don't care what age you are, I'm just going to warn you, literally this video is so disturbing to watch. You can probably see it on Twitter. I mean, man, that was a hard cup check. I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy uh, to get cup checked that hard I mean it was just like he gave he did not care about ruining Trent Frederick's legacy and by legacy I mean if Trent Frederick wants to you know keep the Frederick name going and have a son man I have no idea how that kid's gonna come out after that cup check it did not look like it was uh, feeling too good down there in the uh, forbidden area. Alex Ovechkin wanted to put an end to the Frederick name more so than Voldemort wanted to put an end to the Potter name. I mean, that's pretty brutal when you think about it. As much as I'd like to sit here and talk about Alex Ovechkin cup-checking other players... I would like to actually talk about Big Ben signing a new deal in 2021 
for the Steelers. Uh, this is horrible news if you're a Steelers fan, I would ho- I would believe. Uh, the two-time Super Bowl championship quarterback uh, just signed a new contract to restructure his deal in order to clear up cap space for the Steelers so that they could kind of acquire some players and make another Super Bowl run. Uh, he basically cut his salary from $14 million to $9 million, uh, and reduced the team's salary cap by about $15 million. Uh, ben Roethlisberger has basically come out and said he's grateful to be at the stage he's at currently in his career. It's his honor to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers, yada, yada, yada. He says he loves to compete in this game, just like every other football player would say. Uh He's still a great quarterback. I'm not trying to discount him, but I mean, geez, it's time to move on, Big Ben. Right off into the sunset, take your two Super Bowl victories, a bow for the Steelers Nation, and have a nice day. But no, now the Steelers fans are stuck with this guy for another year, which some of them might be happy, some not so much, and they can't just move on and find the future. They got to keep Big Ben in the driver's seat and be like, oh, yeah, we went 11-0 last year before we ended up going 12-4 and and losing the four of our last five games, and now we got to do it all over again. And no really great achievements in the playoff run this year to show for that. I actually really feel bad for Big Ben, and I hope that he kind of comes to his senses and maybe calls it a career after this season. But, I mean, I think he's going to run out there as long as Tom Brady's out there. I think he's maybe a little jealous. He's like, you know what, Tom? I'm going to play as long as you. I'm not going to sit on my couch and watch you play. And that's just how it is, I guess. Um, But, yeah, uh, not really much more for me to say on Big Ben. I just hope he uh, doesn't need a cane to get on the field. I mean, he's getting up there. I know Tom Brady's 43, but Tom Brady also has won Super Bowls in the past few years, including this year. So maybe Big Ben will decide to hang up the good old uh, cleats here any day now. But for now, he's restructured his contract and he's coming back, Steeler Nation. So get those terrible towels out because it's looking like it might be another disappointing season and you're going to want to wipe your tears with those terrible towels. <laughs> um I did want to touch on some sad news, though, that I just saw uh, about, like, I mean, it came out, broke about a day ago, and it has to do with the hockey world, and since we've already talked about Ovechkin cup-checking people, um, on a more serious note, Mark uh, Pevlich, uh, the 1980 Miracle on Ice um, player uh, from the USA Gold Medal winning team died at age 63 um so mark after winning the gold ended up actually playing for the nhl rangers north stars and sharks for like a seven year nhl career um unfortunately uh mark who was a member of the 1980 miracle on ice uh u.s olympic hockey team which if you have not watched it you need to go watch the movie miracle um, great movie. Uh, but he was found dead at a treatment facility in Minnesota the other day. He was receiving mental health treatment. Um, police were called to 
Mark's residence around 8.30 a.m. Thursday after a a reported death. Uh, No one had seen Mark since 8 p.m. the previous day. Uh, The cause of his death is really unknown at this time, but he was a huge part of um, the Coneheads line, uh, and he was part of Mike Eruzioni's goal that stood as the winner in the the semifinal round uh, over that uh, heavily um, talented Soviet Union team. And then the Americans ended up beating Finland for the gold medal. Uh, USA Hockey tweeted that um, they wanted to extend their deepest condolences to Mark's family and friends. Uh, He's forever a part of hockey history, um, which is true. I mean, just go watch the movie and you'll learn all about him and... Uh, what they overcame back in 1980 on that miracle on ice. But this, uh, he went on to have that seven-year NHL career, and it began back in 1981 with the Rangers. And he actually played for his former um, coaches, Herb Brooks and Craig Patrick, who are the Olympic coaches. Um, and he just had a fantastic NHL career. He... Um, was unselfish uh, and kind and courageous. Um, that's what teammates said about him. Uh, fans adored him. Uh, he just seemed like a good dude overall. Um, obviously had a difficult end to life, um, kind of being in an institution and dealing with uh, um, some mental issues. But uh, everybody seems pretty disappointed to hear about uh, his death. It's not really... Um, it's not really anything to be happy about, really. I mean, he was kind of an icon for hockey fans everywhere, and he was part of that awesome Olympic team. So, interesting fact, though, uh, back in 2014, he actually sold his gold medal for, like, $260,000, and he split the sale to help his adult daughter. He also had some run-ins later on with neighbors and family, which actually eventually led to him being incarcerated back in 2019 for assault. Uh, he, he accused his neighbor of spiking his beer. But yeah, it's really unfortunate to see... Uh, kind of the end of his career when it's like or his life I should say when it he had a really good life it seemed like to start out and he was promising but I just wanted to take the time to mention him on the podcast because I felt like it was important and I love the Miracle on Ice movie and it's very inspirational so I wanted to throw that out there just because I felt like it was the right thing to do on a more interesting note uh and a happier note I should say Uh, The fan-controlled football league that everybody's been talking about, apparently Joe Montana, uh, who is regarded as one of the greatest NFL quarterbacks or players in history of the NFL, um, during his retirement life uh, invested in this league, and now he's also the CSO or Chief Strategic Officer of the Fan-Controlled Football League. 
He says what caught his attention is kids nowadays don't have the attention span to sit down for a three-hour game. These games are only an hour long, and the fans have a say in it. Uh, They're more involved. They're able to participate, and that's what caught Joe Montana's uh, attention, essentially. Uh, And that being said, these football teams, the league features four teams, the Beasts, the Glacier Boys, Wild Aces, and the Zappers. Uh, The former Seattle Seahawks running back Marshawn Lynch is a co-owner of the Beasts. Uh, Richard Sherman is one of the co-owners of the Glacier Boys. Uh, Austin Eckler, Los Angeles Chargers running back, is a part owner of the Wild Aces. Um, Basically, Montana's role in the fan-controlled football league is to develop the league's business strategy uh, and get sponsors and partners kind of guide front office operations and basically ensure that the league doesn't tank, which is a pretty big responsibility. But he sees a lot of opportunity in it, and if Joe Montana sees opportunity opportunity in it, then everybody should see opportunity opportunity in this league because Joe Montana is one of the greats and goats recognize other goats and goats recognize great things so with that being said i think this league is going to get a lot more interest now that joe montana is interested i know i'm automatically already more interested in the fcf the fan controlled football league just because joe montana is interested in it because before that mm, i didn't really care i thought the names of the teams were dumb to be honest and i had like zero interest but now that joe montana is talking about it mm, sparks my interest because he's Probably the second greatest quarterback of all time. At one point, was the greatest quarterback of all time. That being said, I think everybody should check out the fan-controlled football league, especially if you're bored. I mean, there's not really much on in sports now except March Madness is firing up. The NBA is firing up, kind of. Or, I mean, sorry, the NBA is not firing up. It's on right now. And then the MLB is going. But recently, ratings for the baseball have gone down. Ratings for basketball have gone down. Politics and all that. Um... Uh, March Madness, I think, should be pretty big. But yeah, if you are bored, check out the FCF, man. Fan-controlled football league. Montana believes it's going to be the next big thing. I believe in Montana. Therefore, it's going to be the next big thing. All that being said, that's going to conclude our Rise Up Sports podcast for today. If you enjoyed the show, please like, follow us, subscribe, leave comments if you can. Talk about us. Share us with a family member or a friend who's a fellow sports fan. Share us with non-sports fans that are trying to learn more about the sports world and maybe the latest news in sports. Share us on social media platforms. We appreciate your love and support. Uh, be nice. Be kind to everybody. Thank you for tuning into the show. And Tom is out.
Hello, friends, and thank you for choosing the Rise Up Sports podcast. My name is Tommy, and I'm your host. If you haven't already, please like or subscribe to our podcast. Uh, you can do this on a lot of different platforms, but my main platform being uh, Spotify. You can find us on Spotify if you have not already tuned in to the podcast via Spotify. Also, you can find us on Instagram at Rise Up. That is R I Z E U P P. Again, that is R I Z E U P P. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show.